What is even up? It's your boy Crabman. You're with my boy Eckenstein. Welcome to the Hypnotic Hootout. How are we all doing? Yes. Yes, indeed. I'm doing. First time I made this joke, by the way. First time you laughed. <laughs> so, it's, um, dedication something. Dedication. Yeah. I, um, I got called again. I got called again by, uh, people. Oh, no. <coughs> who wanted to convince me to start online brokering stuff. Uh -huh. You remember? Must be like last time or time before I told you. Um, so first time, the f first time I was just confused. Like second time that happened, like back in the day, then I um, I got quite angry and kind of tried to convince uh, the person who called me that. Uh, brokerage and all the this Wall Street stuff is indeed bad and I don't like it and mm -hmm. I don't want it to do it and I feel like they shouldn't either and yeah I told them that we are bringing value into the world while they are what are they doing not value um, I got her so it was a, a woman I got her so angry <laughs> that she hung up. Mm. I think it was. Or was it a guy? No, could could have been a guy. Yeah, I think it was a guy. But um, so recently I got called again. Mm -hmm. I thought like I had I had a while where I had didn't get any calls. And I thought, okay, I, I made enough of a mess for them. Like they <laughs> they don't want me anymore. But um, yeah, back in the day, I think it was. Williams and Partners, mm -hmm. who did it, um, I thought, because when I got called again, it was for a different firm. It was for Gold Man Sex? No, 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 no. Gold, but it's Goldstein and Gold, I don't know, something with gold. And yeah, so. This time I told them, I told this time it was one. Oh, thank you. Oh, much better. I told them that oh, they shouldn't have called, that I have no interest, but she was persistent. Uh -huh. um, so I thought, I think someone like, maybe Vendisil, like, um, or something, someone in our Discord said I should like. Um, hold them on, like waste their time. So mm -hmm. I decided to do that. Like, I, I set the, uh, the phone beside, and I was like, always, ah, uh, one moment, please. My PC is very slow. And I just like browsed on Reddit or did something else. And then one day, were like, hey, hello. And it was like every ten seconds, they were very impatient. <laughs> um, she was, she was, it was a woman, and. Um, I told her, yeah, okay, well, what's the next step? And yeah, she told me um, 
she instructed me to go to their website, um, which uh, yeah took like uh, 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 took like ten minutes at least <laughs> before I was there. And then I should click somewhere and then like create a new account. And I said like I didn't do anything of that. I just went to the website, you know, to to see what what's written there, and <laughs> clicked on it. And <laughs> she was like. And can you see, uh, what do you see? And I was like, hmm, I don't know, it's loading. And she was, ah, oh, you should see like your, like this and that, and you have to put your name in there and then select the password and stuff like that. And I was like, okay, I I'm doing that. And I did some tippity-tappity on the <laughs> keyboard and continued. Um, she, she, she even knew like how it looks when you were in that. She said, okay, you're locked in now. And I was, yeah, I'm locked in now. Of course, I wasn't. Um, so now on the top right, you have to click on this and that and tell me what you see. And I was like, oh, wait, I'm going to click there. I was a bit like, I was a bit worried that, that she would find out that I'm messing with her. And I have no idea. But she was so, so focused on making me do these things that she didn't realize, you know, that I didn't give her any feedback that I was actually at her level right now. Uh, well, at some point, she said, we are now going to to set you in contact with a personal broker who will help you with your investments. Mm -hmm. We've sent you an email to your uh, to your Gmail address. J, uh, whatever, at gmail. <laughs> and I was like, where did you get my email from? And she said, oh, I can see that. You just registered with this email, right? And I said, no, I did not. I did not register. So these people, they know my name, they know my Gmail address, and they know my phone number. Isn't that weird? That is weird. Because I would get it if they had like my phone number, my name, and my business email address. Mm. Because this is like out there in combination. I have no idea where my email address on Gmail and my telephone number. I think only Google knows that. And I have I have it I don't think I have it like maybe for our company, but even then I don't think that should come in contact at any point. But apparently it does. Yeah so at that point I told her like okay listen I know you're a scammer so before I thought it was Williams and Partners who really tried to convince me to do a brokership, and I, and I, um, I did like um, alert the people about um, that this is like illegal, and I alerted them that it's this company doing this. But in fact, it's not that company; it's scammers that call me. Mm. Uh, yeah, so she was angry with me <laughs> for wasting 25 minutes <laughs> and um, not only that but like making tricking her that was her her what she was really upset about it I tricked her oh you're you're just making tricks with me <laughs> she said was, yeah but you're you're doing you're lying to me as well you're a scammer no we are the biggest in the business we couldn't do that if we would scam our that she repeated over and over again if we would lie, we, we couldn't be the biggest in the business. And I said, you are not working for that company. I know that. <laughs> and I'm really, I'm really unsure about 
if they know it or not. And I'm really interested in, in how this all works out. And so I have I have gotten another call. I um, it was at the point where where I couldn't had, didn't have the time. I rescheduled it. Unfortunately, I missed the time framing again when I rescheduled because I was somewhere else and I didn't hear the call. Um, but I set everything up uh, on Twitch. Mm -hmm. So next time I get a call, I'm gonna stream it. <laughs> I'm gonna stream it. I'm gonna do the, the same stuff I did last time, but this time I'm trying to pivot over to hey man, I know I know you're a scam. Come on, let's let's talk about it. Maybe I want to get in the business. Like where where are you working? Like how does this work? Do you get like fixed amount of money? Do you get revenue? Do you get which is for me like the biggest question? Do you get the numbers from like somewhere like just list of numbers and you go through them or do you buy the numbers you know I, I know that that some companies do it like that you buy leads and then you have to make money out of these leads mm -hmm. so they are all freelancers basically and they are promised they can make big money from home they just have to call these people and convince them to do this and that I wonder what what the scheme actually is, and yeah, I'm gonna if I get another call and I'm at home, maybe I should like mute my phone. <laughs> um, I'm gonna stream it, and I think I'm gonna send it to like uh, Control F, which is a Steuerung F, is like a German German um, research journalist YouTube channel. I quite like. Mm. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And how about you? It's been a week. Right, uh, your wife is coming in three months, isn't it? Mm -hmm. Isn't she? Yes, indeed. Well, maybe. Okay, so we're gonna see. <laughs> How these things develop now that we have another peak and stuff. Well, we have, no, I don't have a peak yet, right? Well, we mean, kind of, hopefully we have, but yeah. we're still kind of trying to get down from the peak again, but that's stalled. I haven't really that's, looked at the numbers recently. Well, it did a bit of a, this and then it like, kind of went mm -hmm. up a little bit and seems to like sort of plateau, plateau. At, at our first peak. So we're oh. still above those numbers. But the first peak was when we had like less... But I, I heard, oh wait, wait, I, so we made less tests back then, uh -huh. so you can, rec someone recalculated it to be much higher than, than we act originally, but I heard that we are doing less tests now as well, than, not then at the beginning, but at the middle point. But I'm not sure, because now everybody can test, right, more or less, like we have more testing, I have no idea. Sorry. Continue. Yes. Well. Ah, do I even want to talk about that? I don't know. I've been up all night trying to figure out how to get my wife unstuck. Uh, because she was trapped in Switzerland. Basically held hostage for ransom. <laughs> she was, yeah. That's, that's, that's completely true. Uh, I said you should have contacted a consulate. 
but yeah. probably I've, maybe not and i've happened that's also the thing by um for the past year now i've been tra- contacting the south african consulate and they don't they're not working well it's a german one there's the swiss I'm one i'm really sure they're gonna be the same because just uh since all the travel has been stopped hmm. they have basically also stopped working and so that's kind of a weird hmm. situation there and yeah i don't i don't think they could have done anything about it it was about corona tests and the one that we were first told to get was suddenly not sufficient anymore in transit so she was basically stuck there and then she suddenly pays a 200 buck bill for a test which she also per regulations both of the airline and the south african government um, can get upon arrival but they didn't want to they barely wanted to talk to her about that, just rolling their eyes and groaning and reluctantly doing a call to say, oh, yeah, it's another South African, and then just kind of mm-hmm. shove it off. And... I mean, it's Switzerland, but you do wonder about like how things would have gone if it was you and it her. We would have been on board of that plane, absolutely. Yeah. I, be- I 100% believe that. There's not a doubt in my mind. <laughs> Um, well, yeah. I think a little bit of naivete is still inside me that I can doubt it, but I would say it's highly likely you're right. <laughs> I mean, in the end, it was a black and an Arab man that actually helped her get a free hotel room for the night, get the flight oh, booked and stuff. That's not even from the airline or anything? Um, I think the one guy was from the airline, the other one worked for the hotel, and he was basically oh, running okay. around all night trying to organized that test somehow because the person who checked her in didn't do her job of like scheduling all the appointments and stuff so yeah yeah, i was i think i went to sleep at seven so i'm a little bit knackered (laughs) um but at least that's sorted now Uh, and hopefully in a couple of hours she can then finally board the plane and fly home but yeah, that's that whole thing has been a shit show just from the start. Uh, like in the middle there. That's also the thing that annoys me so much, right? So on Monday we got a we got an email from Swiss Air. To enter, blah blah blah, you need you need this PCR test. Hmm. Um and so we read your regulations and as I said, there's a thing every, you know, person entering needs a PCR set for some reason you don't have this test uh, you can you have to get it there at your own expense hmm. um, which it is anyway like it's not like we got any of the stuff for free at any point um, well, I don't even know how you would get one here in Germany like maybe at the like beginning if you before you enter the, the plane well you can um, get a like I think the what are they called Johanita? They have like several stations somewhere. I think ours here is um you know, back there, uh Mokau or something. It's relatively like where the Amazon mm. stuff is, I think. Mm. One of the Amazon thingies. Um and you could uh, schedule an appointment. Uh but if you want a test that is done in less than 24 hours you would have had to pay like 130 euros for it 
And so I was like, okay, I don't know if I can, you know, get a test now in one day, a little bit short notice. Mm. Um, but since everything says, oh, you can also get it if you arrive there, we were like, fine, that's how it was when she came here. You know, when she arrived uh, mm. in Frankfurt, she got a test and that was that. We didn't even have to pay for it. Um, I mean, I did read like the, the Swiss thingy, the Swiss website. Uh, there is you need a PCR test or a quick one. Yes, so that's the thing, because that's what happened. So Wednesday we then went to Berlin, which is like two and a half hours from here, um, and upon arrival, like the the check-in lady was like so like unsettled by these contradictory regulations, one saying every nationality needs to have a, a test to be allowed to enter but also there it says you or you can get one there but that's contradictory that's that that doesn't make sense well got another colleague who said oh well i guess you know then you have to get it there at your own expense and i just keep thinking yeah in fact are you telling me you want the money rather than them having the money <laughs> because i have to pay for this here as well <laughs> I, I know it's at my own expense in any you scenario. Had to pay, you, you had to pay there for that as well there. Every single test. Why? Yes. Um, I don't... I don't, I don't. <laughs> so, uh, so, we're standing there thinking, you know, the flight is in two hours. There's like... How can they make you pay that for that? I don't understand that part. Well, you need to provide it, I suppose. And it's a weird thing because obviously, like, she didn't leave by choice or anything. Yeah, she had to do that. <laughs> exactly. It's, it's being forced out. Um, well, not very literal. It's a visitor's visa and uh, the days were up. Um, but yes, so the government was... At, at some point, I was also saying to her, you know, just... How about you just say, no, I'm not doing this. I'm going to just wait for you to get deported. <laughs> Instead, we would probably get them for free. Yeah, you get, get a free test there. <laughs> Um, I was wondering about that too, man. Yeah, but, have... but then you get a bad record and stuff, and then ah, shit, yeah. next time you're not going to get the visa. Um, but yeah, no, so we, mm. so I said to the lady, you know, okay, the flight is in, like literally we were, I think the fastest test that I saw was in like 90 minutes. I was like, can we get a test still? Or something? And he was like, yeah, there's this rapid antigen test, cost 40 euros, you know, get one is 15 minutes. So we did. Got the test, went to back to checking in, and then I was like, "Oh, actually, the flight is tomorrow." And I'm like, "Fuck you to me, you know." Tomorrow, I'm I here is my printed out itinerary. It says tenth of March. That is Wednesday. That is not the eleventh. But apparently, the flight was quietly changed because the plane um, going to uh, Johannesburg from Zurich was some some weird other type of machine that they decided to cancel, whatever, but now this is the real one, it's tomorrow. And I was like, at that point I was already like pissed off with, you know, being like basically wasting the whole day going to Berlin for nothing. Yeah, the money of course. Yeah, I'm pretty sure that the tickets themselves are like a hundred bucks and then you pay forty for the test that suddenly is like if they had noticed this like half a minute earlier or something then we just could have gotten the 24-hour test since we suddenly have 24 hours 
Um, but so we're thinking, okay, she has the test so she can get on board and she might have to get the proper one when she lands. I figure, you know, I'm not going to pay another hundred bucks now mm. on top of the 40 I just wasted. Mm. If I have to pay this anyway, then I'm going to take the cheaper rate that's probably going to be down there. Yeah, of course. Um, and so Thursday, we do the same thing again, which was actually kind of nice. Much, much more mellow. Uh, <laughs> well, time style. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Um, the test still good. She gets checked in. Boards her first Swiss Air flight to Zurich. Everything <laughs> is fine. And then there she suddenly checked and suddenly like this is not good enough and just yeah, groans and eye rolls and until, you know, a person of color had to help. So that's that's fun. And then the whole night was just kind of a mess trying to figure out uh you know how to get the test. Because uh, the didn't test. David Guetta like solve racism? Mm. <laughs> <laughs> Was that still a thing? Uh, maybe he needs to play in Switzerland. Mm. Solve it one country at a time. That's the problem. That's the problem. I have reach, poor man. Mm. Oh well. But yeah, she has a test now. Behind us in another situation, like getting getting the money to her and she doesn't have a credit card and yeah that's so that was a hectic night but yeah everything's sorted now she got the test it's negative of course it is uh, very shocking but um, she i don't know i still <laughs> i still maintain that I would have in her shoes, I would have just stayed in Switzerland. I would have said, oh, fine. <laughs> if you don't want to fly me back, well, <laughs> got to stay here then. And what are you going to do? Well, they don't like immigrants in Switzerland. I know that much. Well, they can probably come up with a lot of stuff. Um, and yeah, she has to come home somehow. It's better than having to pay for a whole new flight. Yeah, that's for sure. That's good. That's as much as the test was, the flight is still double that. So, yeah. Annoying. Fun. At least you've got a nice story. Yeah, I was also thinking what to do with that, but I feel like it's... It's too mundane. It's like the too casual day-to-day -day stuff, not the explosive, mm. sexy kind of <laughs> um, racism, you know, where you can actually maybe make some noise about it. But I guess you could still, because the corona is still like completely in, you know. Sure. <laughs> yeah. But everybody hates these these rules and regulations and Switzerland in particular. So I don't know what. Red King's Lair just started streaming Thief 2. That's rude. The Audacity. I feel like we need to rate them to show them. <laughs> Later on, of course. Later mm. on. Don't go there now. It's not fun right now. We probably still have technical difficulties. So, what an odd time to start, too. Mm. 5.30. I think if they, they start that early... We can start later. <laughs> we can get the early spot there. It's not even that day. 
Wednesday is that day. <laughs> I think that Friday is always uh, often too. So. Ah, there they are. <laughs> ah! <laughs> <laughs> well, I can't be too mad at you guys, so. Yeah. It's forgiven. So, <sighs> should I read the sponsor? Yes. So, today's sponsor. I mean, we've always done sponsorships, right? Always. So. Uh, it's uh, Skillshares. Have you ever been wondering what you want to be? A baker, tailor, salesperson? Are you anxious to choose wrong? Unmotivated to join the red race? Well, fear not. Inspired by Wall Street, Skillshares lets you invest in the type of trades you are interested in. No need to stick to one. Just invest in the kind of job you want to be in, and that's it. No interest anymore. Just tell your, just sell your shares and invest in something else. No need to learn anything. No need to work. Just do what all these power brokers do and become rich and famous. That's a trick. Go to Skillshares.com and get started. And as a special treat, if you invest in game developer, we will match every dollar you invest with a dollar of our own. Join now. It's <laughs> quite a commitment. Yeah. But maybe they can like help us out. If game developer becomes more popular, less popular. I don't know. Hmm. Somehow it has to like get back to us, right? <laughs> I don't understand. <laughs> I don't said broker stuff and Wall Street. Anyway. Anyway, indeed. Mm. And do you invest in games now? <laughs> <laughs> yes, in games and beer. At least they don't let me down as often. <laughs> ah, indeed. Have you played anything? Um, nothing new. <laughs> Continued uh, with Valheim. Mm. Um, we finished as a group the Elder. Mm -hmm. um, we were attacked by a dragon. Huh. I haven't met a dragon yet. And it just came flying by and like roasting our house. <laughs> because our house is like... It's built with the opposite of user experience in mind. So mm -hmm. it's really hard to get anywhere. <laughs> and we had to, to get on, on the roof and then to fight him there before it destroys the portal, which is, of course, also on the roof. So you have like the longest way if you get in there. That was fun. Um, yeah, then we continued there a little bit. Got some resources, walked a little bit around. Um, still fun, still fun. Mm. But yeah, not, not that much time for playing. I see. Have you continued no. Valheim? No, still not. Still angry with it. It's it's over. I feel like you should no forgive more. it. You should like accept the fact that it's getting so hard and then <laughs> just do the work. Yeah. I feel you... like I've done everything that I want to do. I've, I've finished the game. Well, that's fine too. <laughs> Goal achieved. I have a nice a nice house. That's all. <laughs> all I wanted. Yes. Uh, Isn't that all we all want? Hey, maybe I'll give it. A shot to run around. Haven't had dragons yet. No, I have. I think it's also from the mountain biome because we are uh -huh. right on the edge of the mountain. I see. I see. 
Um, I have had a couple of water serpents that come up and attack you while you're trying to get places. Um, they drop very, very huge chunks of meat mm. when you hang them into your over your fires. It's basically <laughs> as big as the thing itself. <laughs> giant slabs, and then you can make uh, stew out of them. Oh. Have you managed to make sausage yet? I have. Hmm. Still not. I only know that they are there, but I haven't, haven't made any sausages yet. I feel I'm missing out. Well, you have to go to the swamp and kill some droggers. Ah, okay, we're not in the swamp yet. Droggers. We need their, their entrails. Oh, great, that sounds uh, <laughs> tasty and healthy. Yes, so entrails, raw meat, and I think thistle. Thistle, thistle. Ah, well, and then you can make some sausages. Mm. They give 60 health, I believe. Oh, nice. Hmm. Mm. Have you seen the recent Twitter drama? Which one? <laughs> it's a new one every day. <laughs> well, today it's uh, it's Jason Sorora's turn. No? So Jason Sorora, I, I don't know much about him, to be honest. Mm -hmm. I played The Passage, or The Passage. Mm -hmm. You remember that game? Mm -hmm. It was one of the, these indie games we played back in the day. Back in the day? Back in the back in the day, you know? Back in the day. We were day. still like that small and a passage. indie games was everything. I don't know. Video game. Yes. Let me see Shadow Wings. Oh, of course. Yes, that one. Okay. That's the one where you walk from left to right and you get older and stuff. Right. Well, I always loved like his artistic stuff and like trying to do different things with the medium. Well, he tried to do something different again. <laughs> and there is uh, some, some drama around it. So he made a game called, um, God, can you not read this one? But, uh, uh, yeah, this one. The Dutch auction, the castle doctrine. Yeah, the, the Castle Doctrine, so he made a game with the Castle Doctrine, and there are like 455 pixel paintings in there. Uh -huh. And he um, <clears throat> had the idea to sell um, basically crypto tokens uh -huh. that would give you the ownership of a picture, basically. Okay. They are like... <laughs> Non-fungible tokens, NFT, non-fungible, not fungible, I think is the right word, and I like it very much, fungible, mm -hmm. such a great word, but it basically means, um, yeah, you, it's more or less, it's a, it's kind of, I think he explained it, that it's more or less like you get a link to the picture and only you have that link. And then you know you're the first one, who, the only one who's really got this link to this picture. And well, Twitter get kind of very upset with him for a couple of reasons. First off, um, he didn't ask 
the artists of these pictures for permission. So it's not his own pixel art? No, he asked friends and family to make these. Um, okay. And I think one of the artists, Andy something, uh -huh. was kind of upset by that because I think, I don't know, so he wants money for it, or he auctions them away and I think someone wrote like, he wants like 6,000 for the whole collection, uh -huh. dollars or something, or maybe for even just one. I, I didn't quite understand, I didn't put too much work into researching this too. <laughs> but the thing is, the game, the castle doctrine and the images are in um, Creative Commons. So they're open source. He, he open sources like most of his games and only sells the rights to, to um, not the rights, or the, he sells the game on platforms, uh -huh. but only, you know, you can also like, get them for free out of, like, if they're not on Steam, is how I understood it. Um, they're open source. So they're open source. They're made by his friends. He's not really, he doesn't like, um, he doesn't like um, copyright and all that stuff and doesn't take it as seriously. Mm. And he somehow came, had the idea, he said like over the weekend, he just did it to make this collection, to make them as crypto tokens basically, and to make an auction, to auction them away. So it kind of fit, fit the game and would be a nice thing and obviously he wanted to make I guess some money with this um, sure. he also said yeah so uh, but people got gone crazy really I've, I've read so much if you go on his Twitter page and then just the replies what people wrote him like that he's a pig and she should, he should die and that people had respect for him but now it's gone mm -hmm. And um, the second criticism, so first one is like he didn't ask the artists. That's theft, basically. Yeah, <laughs> but it, it, the game is about art theft as well. So it kind of. And the uh, same thing is that these cryptocurrencies, they take a lot of energy to mint the pictures. So they are like original. Mm. And he said like they use, I think, like. For the minting of one thing, I've read somewhere that it takes about uh, 49 kilograms of CO2 in the atmosphere. So it's bad for the atmosphere. And the thing, of course, is he is uh, a proponent of simple living and uh, vegetarian, I think. And is really um, conscious, cautious of, of nature and pro... Uh, ecosystem and like yeah really critical of stuff and then yeah people of course saw that as hypocrisy although he he used a method where this um, this cost of minting will only be happening if uh, um, some of them get bought only then the person who buys them will have to pay themselves for the minting process and then only like the the whole resources will be squandered. Hmm. And I found that very interesting, not only because of this question of like, should he had have asked his all the artists? 
he said like some of these are like he said like most of the people who made uh, these pixel pictures are much more wealthy than he is and some of them were by his kids by his wife other people who aren't in the industry and and but everybody is like angry about that he just didn't ask all the artists and the second one is what does it mean like to to squander resources like of our planet mm -hmm. like could you argue that just like arguing about it on twitter is like wasting resources Why not? What's... Well, I mean, you've seen the the insane rigs that people are building and uh, powering them with dirty energy and stuff. So it seems to be a problem. That's I've seen. You see a lot of discussion about NFT. I don't get it. <laughs> oh, you've seen, you've seen discussions about that. A lot. It's a big, big thing at the moment. It seems. Uh, yeah, he he didn't know. <laughs> It's the first time he heard about like all the, which I find a bit weird for because of his choice. But uh, I haven't heard of this before. It's a but it's it's a thing that has been like happening over the last week or two. Um, that mean a lot of weird stuff. Like uh, that. Then there's now tweets that get. Uh, tokenized and stuff like that. So basically, weird theft. Well, he started on the 11th, so maybe he kicked it off, or maybe he jumped on. Probably Bank jumped on. I feel like that that whole um, blockchain-based shenanigans. Mm. I feel like that got like a real boost after the GameStop thing, mm. because that seemed to come like right on off the coattails of that. That people are now selling uh, crypto art. And how incredibly destructive that is because apparently even like the, the transaction process takes like a lot of processing mm -hmm. and it's it's a weird thing i don't I don't fully get it. I've just seen a couple of things where people show off their rigs where they like containers in the middle of nowhere and just full of stacks and stacks and stacks of pcs mm. just farms basically yeah. computing farms just to mine bitcoin or some shit well, like that. that that's something different right the bitcoin mining I, i see as well isn't that the same thing isn't that all it's also blockchain yeah i don't really understand all that but i feel like it's a bit hypocritical to i mean obviously there's some kind of art project he he does there To, to rag on him like he's the antichrist for for doing that um, I don't understand his choice to do it either though like I wouldn't like I don't sell tokens to people for our games like that they are, have like I don't know he compared it with like um, baseball cards like you want to have an original baseball card you can also buy like a replica for cheaper but people want to have an original one and that way the crypto thing provides that you have the original one and the value of that isn't like in the piece in the work it's in having the certificate that it's original But, I mean, of course, it's kind of like money. There's no inherent value in a piece of paper, but 
we make it so and I don't know. Yeah, that seems to be the thing that people are most upset about that um, I said I don't understand how I have I don't know what that means the transaction takes a month's worth of energy hmm. I don't know what that means I don't know how transaction works or anything but I just hear that yeah, it consumes as much energy as a normal household in a month to just even transfer um, whatever it is that they need to transfer and that mm. people are annoyed about it because you could just as easily just pay the artist without like needlessly wasting all that energy and yeah. contributing to the problem. It's like it's like people want to be you know or will, I read something someone say that in a very eloquent way and totally forgot it. But something about you know yeah, trying to do what corporations do get in on the destruction of the world, but as an individual. <laughs> <you know? laughs> And for nothing, that's that's the thing because you could also get you know a paper certificate. For the, uh, yeah, right. You could also have like send out, like just printed them and sent them out. <laughs> I guess <laughs> a very low tech solution to the same problem. You could have like signed them. I mean, nobody could like prevented from doing like multiples <laughs> then and I think the blockchain prevents that um, really you couldn't you couldn't sell the exact same image again you could but you would have like uh, a signature that tells you that this one was after this uh, so this is the original the first one and somehow it's cool yeah <laughs> the first paint drawing yeah awesome it's weird it is no that's it that's a part that i don't get i mean sometimes when i hear about these things for a moment i'm like should i look into this is there like is there the boom coming now like if i had you know bought some bitcoin 10 years ago or yeah. some stuff and then i'm like eh, nah, How do you remember i don't it? get it do you remember it i remember uh, Dancy telling us about Bitcoin and saying he's going to invest it. And I said, no, the government will shut it down. They will not allow it. I'm sure of it. Mm -hmm. I was too deep in conspiracies back then. Mm. And he, I think he invested like a couple of euros. I don't know how much money he got out of it. Or if he sold it like too soon, maybe. But I sure wish I would have... Would have joined there. I even looked into like Bitcoin trading once, like friend told me about it. Mm -hmm. And he was like, very, yeah, it's so cool and blah, blah, blah. And just setting up <laughs> a wallet and then finding out which kind of Bitcoin that was just gibberish to me. And I was like, oh, that's no, I have no interest in that. <laughs> There's no value produced that way. It's just some kind of gambling mechanism i can see that people like this as form as a form of, of gambling as a game basically where they also can make some money or lose some money whatever but yeah i don't it seems so meaningless for me oh it is i guess it's like the purest version of I guess how value works. Just a bunch of people agreeing that it has value, gives it value. Doesn't yeah. have anything underneath it there. 
weird. Mm. Very weird. Okay. Well, oh well. <sighs> what else is going on in the world? Mm. Let's see four more bullet points. We got the others already. Oh, oh yeah, no. so it's the Queen's Gambit. Queen's Gambit. I finished the Queen's Gambit. Mm-hmm. And it did increase my um, willingness to play chess again. So. <laughs> <laughs> Not very much, but it's really it's really a nice limited series. Mm. Uh, I feel like could have been a great movie, is a good TV series or limited series. Yeah, um, I had like no interest in watching it for for a while because I assumed that this is a story about a woman who has to overcome all these male. Uh-huh. shit and like bad things happen to her and it's very really tough to watch kind of thing you know mm. I don't know how, how you looked at that but didn't really I just saw suddenly people talking about how great it is like eh, I don't know <laughs> <laughs> I don't know no, it's really nice. Uh, it's not as as much drama as I expected. It's way more, way more chill, way more positive. It's mm. just a story about a strong woman who's really good at playing chess, who knows what she wants, who has been brought up by a strong woman who did not like fold under the pressures of that time to be um, womanly. Um, and it's really inspirational, maybe even mm-hmm. and nice. Um, there she has she has a couple of tough things she has to overcome, but it's never to the point where it becomes really depressing in what kind of world people had to live back then and we live right now. It's it's um, it's really nice, and I think I would have enjoyed it way more if I would have known that. If I wouldn't have like watched it waiting for every man to to kind of start groping her or something while because like the most people in there are really nice <laughs> like basically all of them have something nice in them and it's up until the end and then it ends really nice had a couple of times where there were tears in my eyes mm. even because it was just so nice Really, really nice. And yeah, chess is a cool game. I think I want to play some chess again. But I don't know against whom. And yeah, I'm not interested in professional chess. This seems such a drag. You know, I, I don't like these. I don't like um, like Dota 2 or like all these games where you have to be like uh, conscious of the meta like of the different builds of the different characters and how to play against them yeah and that's all in chess as well because you have these different openings and different reactions to that and at a high level um you a lot of people yeah it's just you need to have them all not memorized but you have to you kind of have to know how to react you have to have this love of just reading chess games like reading about how to play different 
strategies and how to react to them, what's strong, what's weak. And that's so complicated, so much work. It's always like um, demotivated me from even trying. Mm -hmm. You know, my uncle is, is a chess player. Um, he plays in uh, tournaments and stuff. And I find it really cool. I like playing against him, although he, except once when I beat him after he had been playing the whole day in a tournament and was really <laughs> tired, <laughs> I always lose uh, pretty devastatingly. And he's always like, ah, don't do that. Like, uh, maybe you should, maybe you should, yeah, 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 do this, yeah. Yeah, that's good. Oh, that's an interesting. Okay, let's see how I can react to that. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, I wish it was more like more free and creative, uh. and um, the girl and uh, or the woman in Queen's Gambit, uh, she's an intuitive player, uh -huh. so she's just like imagining things, and yeah, that's the kind of way I want to play, like intuitively. I don't want to memorize different openings and stuff hmm. yeah yeah we watched the nola homes mm -hmm. that was nice didn't even talk about it no <laughs> um can I give you my opinion? Of course, then, then please. I want to hear yours. Uh, I want to hear yours in uh, as uh, long as possible. <laughs> so, okay. I I think it's a really lovely movie, but I've it feels like it was made for twelve year old girls, and it's really on the nose at times. It's trying really hard, too hard at times. And at times it doesn't pull up, pull off <clears throat> what it's trying to do. And then it goes really hard and you think you're like, what the hell is going on? <laughs> and then it's again lovely. And yeah, I I love what it what it's trying to do. And for the most part I think it, it manages to do it. But at some point like I, I started like rolling my eyes for the yeah. Like what? Um, I think, when did I roll my eyes? Um, like for example, the, the, I don't know, okay, so the first example is, isn't the best, so that's a weak one, but um, when she gets the message from her mom, and she's like, she doesn't immediately see that she just have to, to read it from back to front, and she lays it out with the Scrabble pieces. And then she's like, oh, I have to turn them around. Then she goes and does this like, okay, I think like they try to explain the kids what's going on because I saw it right away. <laughs> and she, if she's Sherlock Holmes' sister, she should have too. <laughs> <laughs> and then I was something else. Some, like sometimes she, she looks at the camera and says something really like... Uh, just cheesy, like to the point where I was rolling my eyes. Yeah. But how how did you? I didn't have that. Um, Experience the movie. Um, 
<sighs> well, I don't know. It wasn't... It was a solid movie, I would say. Um, it's... And in some way, I feel like it's not necessarily something to write home about, but also not completely not. Um, so yeah, I would say solid to solid plus. <laughs> um, <laughs> I was a bit uh, surprised, like how. I mean, of course, it's a it's a movie for young people. That's that's clear. But all the more interesting how hard it goes. Um, on political stuff, feminism and such, and kind of a portrayal of it, or the necessity, or um, the portrayal of the necessity of it, mm. that I don't think I've seen much. I, mean, I don't watch many period dramas, but uh, the couple that I have seen, they tend not to really focus on that stuff. It's more mm. like. Uh, etiquette it's some, it's something quirky and kind of fun type of a thing mm. rather than how actually restrictive and dehumanizing um, oh, it's, it's so hard in that with this but uh, I'm I really felt like I was doing that in a really in a really good way you know justified where, yeah where I feel like that was I don't know. I mean, obviously, it's not directly historical, but it feels more real than I would have expected it to. Hmm. Like, very, very clearly, does talk about real things, and it was that was interesting. Also, but just how it kind of didn't shy away from the more horrifying aspects as well as the radicalness of opposing it, hmm. which I also find interesting. It was kind of a pro-radical movie, and that's. Well, Weirdly, I don't know if it's uh, well, it uh, totally is. Yeah, it, it doesn't really feel that radical as it It is more radical than it feels. You know, it, it has this like there is a <laughs> well, there are terror acts planned yeah. in the movie, yes, that are not and portrayed in a positive light. <laughs> <laughs> I don't think they are. I feel like they were. I think they they were like not they were just not vilified. They were just like set there as like, oh, that would be that would be wow, that would be kinda bad, right? To to do that, but it's very understandable too. No, and that that's where they were at last. Like, just let the let that just sit there, like make your mind about it. Didn't say like blowing people up is, is good or necessary just well I don't know I feel like the movie very much mm. sets up um, the motivations for those planned terror acts it gives you then I mean you see kind of the justification first and then you kind of learn about the why right. behind it and it makes it so yeah I feel like it made it like really clear and necessary in a way in a in a nut I mean obviously the story isn't that um Enola joins the terrorists or something <laughs> but it very much seems to like operate on this level okay so, this is this is a valid so, branch then, and this is her uh, branch that is also valid but it was an interesting you know yeah let's let's fuck some shit up 
type vibe that came from that, and I appreciate mm. that. <laughs> and overall, I thought it was very, very well made. I did enjoy it. Um, the various little twists and turns, even the fourth wall break. You know, sometimes I was wondering, is this, is this too much? But overall, I feel like it never really. I never grew tired of the gimmick, even if it was just for short hmm. things that could have also not been done. I thought it was a bit much. Like the, the fourth wall breaks, I felt, especially like the the one where she gets really obvious about it and like asks the viewer, do you have a better idea? <laughs> uh, that was definitely an eye roll moment where I felt like, this is maybe this movie is maybe trying to do too much, like too too many different stuff like all put together, and I felt like this didn't have to be necessary. Like you already have this quirky character, it doesn't have to look in the camera and be extra quirky. But except like one or two times, I felt it did add something to the movie. Yeah, that's true. Yeah, like I said, sometimes I wondered, uh, but it never really went to a place where I feel like, okay, this was too much now. Like, this was always sort of. I think it's an expository device, and I feel like they did it well enough that it didn't feel annoying of just characters like this little mm. telling you things instead of just providing some needed context and uh, some more insight in the emotionality, mm. which I mean, I guess is in the end the point to understand how the characters think. And in that way it worked pretty well. And again, it's for children probably. So that's yeah. probably helpful for them too, if she directly tells them how she feels. <laughs> um, <laughs> and it was even a good mystery. Like I uh, did not see it play out like that and right. it was still interesting like often you know mysteries can get a little bit yeah okay now we've gone off the deep end or something but it was uh, or like this is so blah mm. that was so much more promised and this was like you know it wasn't that's what I mean I think uh, that it's not really like I wouldn't tell someone oh my god you have to see this because it's such an amazing mystery or whatever but it's solid <laughs> it works and it was a good time and yeah weirdly mature for a children's movie yeah. Yeah. <laughs> but in a fun way so that's also a very interesting line to kind of walk hmm. to make very clearly a children's and child-friendly movie but also be very very yeah, very political and radical in its in the things it discusses with children <laughs> cool stuff hmm. I, I am interested to see more of this. There'd yeah, it would be great. Mm -hmm. it felt to me like it was it was as if Wes Anderson was hired to make the Robert Downey Jr. Sherlock uh -huh. Holmes, and he just had fired everyone to focus on children again. <laughs> sure, I can't. But see then, that. but then there was like something, no, no, something else in there, like definitely something original as well. Yes. Is this an actual character that exists, or is this like a no. fan fiction type thing? It's basically fan fiction. I see. But best kind of fan fiction, I think. Oh yeah, definitely. A fan, what I really liked is as well as how critical it is of Holmes that mm -hmm. he ignored them, and like of course 
if it's like fan fiction and this character didn't uh, exist before, like that his mother, I don't know, I haven't read the books, of course, but his mother is never like a character. It doesn't have to be, but um, kind of like the male focus of Sherlock Holmes media being critiqued by this kind of, well, did you know he has got a sister? <laughs> never mentioned it. And she's kind of, you know, she's really young and she, he never had any interest in her. And isn't that kind of fucked up? And should, doesn't he have like some sort of responsibility to? And it was really nice to see him like at, in the end, like take up the responsibility. Yeah. Yeah, that was something that I was briefly thinking that I would like to see more of Sherlock Holmes, but I don't think it needed to be in that movie, but I would love to see another one, basically. I hope they make it a series. Yeah, that would be great. I don't know if it's in the works. No. Yeah, it I sounded assume. like it was well-received, so maybe. I assume, I mean, the, what's the actor again, Sherlock Holmes? Henry Cavill. Henry Cavill, he's, I think he has got a lot of on his plate right now. <laughs> but I Plus love him. I love him. He's such a, I don't know, he's such a, he seems like such a great guy. Well, that's... Oh, God. <laughs> that's that's one of those God. things. And not, nothing too <laughs> hectic. It's just he's one of those, oh, wow, so do I need a contract now before even asking a woman out on a date type person. Okay. Yeah, so he complained well. about Me Too and cancel culture and stuff. So one of those guys. But it's... Well, it's, there's still hope. <laughs> I, can, I can at least tune that out enough that I can enjoy the character, but yeah, I probably would have liked him more if he just would shut up. I mean, given that, that I was I was basically in the same boat for a while, I uh, have some sympathies um, and some hope that eventually he, he'll learn better. As I did. Mm -hmm. And if I can do it, Henry Cavill can. probably can as well. <laughs> Bring me one too. Of course. I shall. Um, right, so. I'm out of topics. Yeah. You're out of topics? Kind of, yeah. Huh. Weird. <laughs> yeah. Um, Do we have anything we want to talk about? I mean, we don't have to force this, I don't think. If we're done, we're done. I'm tired anyway. Are you? Well... So... Well, one thing. Okay. <laughs> Thank you. Just uh, so, yeah, I guess you don't have too much to add to that. Mm. But I have noticed that the new trend is time loops. Ah. Oh, time loops, right, that was something. <laughs> <laughs> yes. It's not only loop hero, no, what's it? Time hero, no, it's loop hero. Loop hero, yeah. Which I still don't understand. Like, okay, I, I, I look more into loop hero. Yeah. Let's start with this. Trying to understand the appeal. Uh -huh. Because I'm kind of jealous, <laughs> <laughs> very, a little bit. Um, 
what makes this game so great? Because first of all, it is it is basically uh, an idle clicker game. You don't do that much. Uh -huh. So you know if you know how the game works, you have like a loop, a literal. No, is it a literal? Yeah, it's literal. A little loop, and you've got your, your little sprite character that walks uh, around it, and there are monsters on your way, and you fight them, mm -hmm. and you have health, and they have health, and someone dies, and you can't you can't actively fight. You can only uh, decide what sh what gear you wear. So you find new gear. You put it on, like, change, which is, of course, uh, a great part of hack and slash games. It's just the gear selection and like concentrating on that. I can I can see that work. And then you also collect cards, and these cards have um, places on them, and you can place these places on the map adjacent to this um, loop yeah. and they will change um, they will give you like bonuses they will also like spawn new monsters which give you not new stuff which you can use to do like new gear or um, build new stuff and there are like combinations like if you place like three um, stones next to each other they become a mountain and then harpies appear so you can, like, there's a learning process with the game, and it's basically roguelike. So if you die, you start all over again, but you've learned a little bit more about how the game works. And then you can get new character classes that work a little bit different, or very much different, I don't know. And, yeah, I think it has to be, like, this awesome pixel art. Most like, the, the trailer probably works very well. I think having Devolver Digital as a publisher is a huge bonus. Probably. But looking at the sprites, I mean, they look really professional. They look like a quality game. I think that's a great thing. And then it's really streamer friendly because as a streamer, you don't have to engage a lot with the with the game mechanic. So you ha you have you are free to talk. You don't have so much on your mind. Um, you can read like a chat while something happens. So it's a good streamer game in a way that I don't think like a lot of games have thought of making an experience for streamers and and stream pop and yeah. Mm -hmm. So yeah, I don't know. Feels like yeah, that's it. That's a good combination, but again, I think Devolver Digital maybe might have been the reason why it's now like a breakout hit. Because, yeah, if it's Devolver Digital, kind of tells you that that's a quality game. And it's a shame. Maybe we should write them again. Maybe they got conscious. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. But it's not the only time loop. So we had. A resurgence in movies with time loops as well, like Palm Springs, of course. Yeah, which great is very good. Movie. I don't know if we talked about that. New favorite, I think. Yeah, it's it's amazing. Palm Springs is an amazing, fresh take on the 
on the um, what's the English title? Every day the the Groundhog Day formula. So waking up on the same day again. But there has been a horror, and I think that, that horror movie has existed before. It's called Happy Death Day. It's like an indie horror movie about a young girl who I think, well, she's got a birthday. I don't know if she turns 18 or 16 or whatever. I think maybe, whatever. So it's a, it's a girl, she, she turns, uh, she, it's her birthday and there's a killer hunting her and killing her. And if she dies, she wakes up on the day again. Oh. And she tries to find out who the killer is and she tries to escape. Which again, it's, it's Cool idea, like it's a what's that fresh? A happy death day. It's a it's got a second part now. It's happy death day to you. <laughs> <laughs> it's uh, part two, <laughs> and they have been like indie favorite in, in a horror movie genre. Uh -huh. And then I found out there is an action movie who does basically exact same thing. Uh -huh. Just it's not a horror movie. Now it's like a super fighter guy, like with big muscles. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> I forgot how the name was. What was the name? But it just came out this year. So, like, it isn't really old. But also, it kind of sounds interesting. Like, you have an action movie hero, and he's hunted by this huge organization that he, he can't quite escape. Um, and I think he also, um, like, Home Spring starts at a point where like the main character already knows what's going on and it's like really cool about it and like, <laughs> can like escape like the trailer's really cool like he lies in bed uh and then like someone attacks him but he knows exactly what what's happening like there comes a, a helicopter like shooting whole space up but he just walks uh through the bullets because he knows like where they they're shooting where they aren't <laughs> it's really really interesting so i think time loop will be 2021's uh big trend mm. yeah. i do enjoy the time loop do you i do in what aspect so i'm trying to figure out right now <laughs> what's so nice about it i mean i feel like it's probably like loops are probably the most dreams that I have. Like I redo a lot of stuff in dreams. Like I get a do-over of the same story and it never goes the exact same way. But some, but I, and I feel like that comes from video games. <laughs> I got these two things. <laughs> but I also have these dreams where I think I already lived through that exact thing. But mm -hmm. I'm not really sure. It feels like déjà vu. I really does. Like, uh, you know, I've had dreams where I'm you know, being chased by someone and then running away and eventually, you know, like I used to have that with my old school building, you know, running away and eventually just jumping out of a window and then doing that over and over. Uh, it's, but also like kind of being aware that I'm doing it over and over. Hmm. It's kind of weird. And I feel like that's a very computer game type thing. You know, you die, you, you start again, you hmm. try to improve and stuff. Hmm. And... I mean, uh, we made our very first game that we made was a time loop one. Maybe it's the time to, to re market it, <laughs> put it out there again. 
Yeah, I mean, it would be interesting to figure out how to make that work because I don't think that worked very well. It works well, you know, on paper if you know mm. if you don't have a player fucking it all up. Mm. <laughs> um, but yeah, it's that it would be fun to talk about how to make that work possibly. But I think what we did is we tied the time loops to the number of moves that you make. So you could do like 20 actions right. and you had to figure out how to complete what you have to do within those 20 actions and you would need to get information uh, in one time loop to have that already ready mm. and stuff like that to optimize your path but also to figure out that there's a time loop because it didn't really tell you that and I feel like that's what made, made it also muddy that you have no clue what's going on and as you try to solve what is going on you get frustrated with it and <laughs> I, I don't even think like that at the end of the time loop we really made it clear <laughs> what's happening nah, and people were just thinking like uh, kind of crashed now I have to start over again <laughs> It uh, <laughs> it was explained in the text that nobody read. Yeah, well, <laughs> of course not. That was reading text. What do you think the players are? I think that was my first like big disillusionment in our <laughs> very young career at that time. Showing that to our friends, and the first thing they're doing is like clicking through all the dialogue without reading a single <laughs> word, and was like, wow. <laughs> But I think it's also like a special case when you like got the developer in your neck and you kind of kind of done trying to waste that time. You want to see more of the game, so you're clicking through that. But of course, I mean, I personally would have like taken extra time to read it. Exactly, not yeah. to offend the precious game developer. But yeah, um, I don't know. Have I ever played a game that has like not loop, but I mean time? Shenanigans, I suppose, like Braid or Prince of Persia or something. Uh, are there time loop games that I might know? I don't really know. I, I know of none. I mean, isn't like one of the Zelda games something like that? Like you only have a couple of days before the world ends or restarts, maybe? Like with the time ocarina of time? Yeah. I know that you can travel through different ages, I think, or something like that. Hmm. I don't know. I've only played it like half. Um. Hmm. But yeah, movies I enjoyed it a lot. Age of Tomorrow was great. Hmm. There's something like homely, something like safe. Yes. And comfortable. Weirdly, yes. And that's also what I really liked about Russian Doll. That it kind of. Russian Doll, yeah, right. That kind of undermined that safety of not being able to do much wrong. Because at some point, their world on repeat started to rot. Oh, wow. What a great series. <laughs> that was really great. I'm looking forward to the second season. I it's think on it's, Netflix, right? Yeah. Oh, second season. Yeah, I think it's been delayed, obviously, due to Corona, but I think it's mm. uh, coming. Nice. Well, I hope it's still coming. Better still be coming. Nice. That was a really good one. I need to know what <laughs> you happens. You just release the same, the first one again. <laughs> <laughs> um, that movie. Source Code. 
I would argue yeah. that it's kind of a time loop. Mm. Sort of. I mean, he goes into the same situation over and over again. Yeah, I I do think I like the like the freedom of trying again, and like nothing really matters. I feel like I would do very well in such a limbo. <laughs> I mean, I assume it would get old at some point if nothing's permanent at all. But it's also really comfortable that everything is uh, like there is some order that will always be reset. Uh, minute is uh, is basic kind of uh, time loop I haven't played that hmm. that's kind of nice hmm. it's it's weirdly puzzly more puzzly than I expected but not in a like in a too big of a like they're they're not complex puzzles they're really simple you just need like one thing like different keys to different doors like this you can use with that and then you can continue um, but it kind of worked but um, I didn't like keep my interest to really complete the game hmm. but I did appreciate it it was fun it was also a good game to play like with someone else because you can like um, you can uh, swap like uh, every minute the other player gets to do what what they want to yeah um, it works pretty nice oh there was a movie called Deja Vu have you seen that with Denzel Washington nope it's kind of meh hmm. good to know which I feel like is, it's a Tony Scott movie and I feel like it's my reaction to all Tony Scott movies they kind what of did you do? meh what else? Uh, Men on Fire True Romance is also oh, a man on fire. So a single, single man, just one man on fire. Yeah, uh, yeah. also Denzel Washington. I just remember that he puts a bomb up someone's ass. That's the yes. only thing I remember. That's not much worth remembering. And I hated the cinematography. So terrible. Um, he also did, what was that? Also Denzel Washington one. Crimson Tide, I believe. The submarine one with Gene Hackman, where there's like a do we fire the nukes because we got half a message and then there's a mutiny and mm. it's it was weird watching that movie because I know the soundtrack never had seen the movie but I know the soundtrack because there was a uh, because Nightwish had covered it um, <laughs> so I knew that intimately it's a Hans Zimmer score that is of course. Typical, but nice. Very, very good. Um, but weird is also that uh, well, Tony Scott directed True Romance, which is like half of a screenplay that Quentin Tarantino wrote. The other half is Natural Born Killers. Mm, right. I think it was a 900-page screenplay that they split into movies. And I think afterwards he then asked Tarantino to punch up the script for Crimson Tide. And it's really super weird watching that movie and having Denzel Washington, you know, being like submarine general person, suddenly go on word. about <laughs> the silver surfer and shit like that. Ah, right, yeah. So, <laughs> they told me that before. It's a bit awkward. <laughs> um, oh, but one time loop thing that I know you enjoy. 
is predestination. I wasn't sure, I had that in my mind, but I wasn't sure if it really is a time loop. And then I thought, like, maybe, maybe just watch Predestination without thinking yes. at all about it. Just watch Great it. Great movie. Don't even read up on it. It's good. It's oh, really good. definitely not be the one. That would like, <laughs> make no sense at all to read something before. That's a good movie to go in cold. Yeah. As Ethan Hawke. Great That's movie. That's good. Yeah. Uh, yeah. I guess Looper is more time travel than time loop. Yeah. Also a great movie though. Very good movie, yes. No, oh, but horrible stuff that happens there. So I think predestination had a couple of really rough passages as well. So I guess trigger warning. Especially Ooh. for Lupo and uh time travel <sighs> violence. <laughs> <laughs> oh, oh god. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> What a, a great idea for a horrible thing. <laughs> Give me something else to think about, please. Have you seen Primer? Yeah, of course. That's also nice. Really slow paced. Yeah, I couldn't tell you what the story is. I forgot too. I think I never knew. <laughs> Like watching that, sitting there, no idea what's going on. <laughs> it's incredibly dense, and none of it is very explained. That's it's one of those hard sci-fi. Yeah. yeah. Um, another cool. Oh, Chrono Criminus. That was nice. Crimes. It's also a bit more. But is there one of the new movies? Maybe new movies. Yeah, I just like was wondering. If we find ah, yes, Happy Death Day, right? If you ah. find the action movie I was talking about before, okay. is that an action movie about time loops? Yeah. So we have Looper, Predestination, Vision, Doctor Strange, allegedly. Mm. See yesterday, don't know that. Run, Lola, run. Forgot all about it. Time machine, time trap, right? Time cop. Run, Lola, run was also a loop, right? I don't think it was a loop. Wasn't it more like a Didn't you have to run? what if I do things differently? Like if I make a different choice and then it just, uh, you know, sort of like Mr. Nobody. Ah, okay. Oh. I don't know if I... Uh, but it's, it's been forever since, uh, since I've... Uh... Wait, let me see. If we can action movie... And relatively new, you say? Yeah, 2021. New! So we have happy death day to you. <laughs> no, no, no. Why doesn't that show me more? Maybe that new. Did we watch this naked? No. Oh, that's such a good movie. Hmm. And it's a you know Marlon Wayans, which immediately is for me like a. a Keep moving. <laughs> Why, thing. What else did he do? Well, he's he's doing all those like uh, parodies, you know, that weren't funny since mm. maybe the second scary movie. Um, the third, the, the one that was funny again. I did enjoy the third, but I have a feeling that it's not a good movie. Yeah, <laughs> it was it was it was a certain level of stupid that I really enjoy. 
Um, but yeah, I don't know. I feel like he does a lot of like, like this is Netflix thing, sex tablets, where he plays like six siblings and I hate stuff like that. I'm just <laughs> not interested. Uh, but Naked is a really sweet, really wholesome. Oh, I don't know if I say anything about it. Well, it's about a guy about to get married and he's stuck naked in an elevator in a time loop. Mm. And it's so good. <laughs> it's a really good time. Really fun and cute. I enjoyed it a lot. Well, sounds interesting, yeah. Can I, can I just, just see what, what the movie was? That's, mm. ah, maybe. I think I can find it. Because mm. I saw it in some place. Such great entertainment that we are producing. <laughs> we just scroll on our phones. Um, but I got it. Wait, 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 wait. I got it. I got it. I got it. Boss level is the name. Aha. Boss level. Yes, boss level. Boss baby. <laughs> Aha. Yeah, is that Mel Gibson? I think he's a bad guy, yeah. Alright, Mel Gibson. Sometimes forget about him. <sighs> yeah, but interesting there aren't that many loop games. Couldn't that be like a great thing for like open world GTA style game? We can run like in every direction, but like 24 hours. Or maybe you have like a, a sleep counter and then you can like, possibly you can try and stay awake for longer, but eventually you will fall asleep and start again. And then you have to find out how to break the loop. Hmm. Maybe there, there must be games like that. Can be the first one to think about this. Maybe it's hard to make the repetition fun if it's not guided. Hmm. Because then we really like trust. Although, isn't like near Automata or something sort of like that? That you start the game over seven times, but it's always different. Okay, yeah, but you you start the whole game again, right? Yeah, but it's different every time, right? So it's sort of like that's the loop. <laughs> yeah. yeah, okay. But then you could argue like that roguelikes are basically time loops and you start again. I guess kind of. <clears throat> hmm. Hmm. Yeah, I mean, if you, you know, think, because I was thinking Edge of Tomorrow, that's probably the closest, that's really gamey in the way the story works. But uh, at some point, they just skip all the beginning parts. Yeah. Uh, and I think that's what would be annoying in a game if you, like, had to play through that actually 
again and again. You wouldn't just see the cool parts that are new. You would have to start like in the action, yeah. and then at first you would immediately die. But so your your tutorial is basically the loop structure. <laughs> and then you get like better and better understand your equipment, better and better on what you can do, and then eventually you would like own own the battlefield, and then can continue and see what's going on. But I don't know. Most and most games kind of loops then like you die and you start at the last checkpoint again so it's basically a time loop and you have to <laughs> get better until you you get it yeah that's yeah hmm hmm have you played enough games that time loops become interesting for movies again because everyone's so familiar with that feeling of having to start over again yeah i mean that's the it's that level of practice and figuring out timings and stuff. And Boy, isn't that also like the most depressing thing that this is comfortable? Like just let things stay as they are. Wouldn't that be nice? <laughs> how, how can this be comfortable if, if we aren't like in a world uh, where things get progressively worse or at least feel like they, they are? Yes, it's that fear of change. Mm. As long as you know it, you know you're gonna be fine even if it's a shitty situation. Better than change, the mm. uncertainty of tomorrow. Mm. Mm. I'm Might sure it would get annoying after some time if you got stuck with the same thing over and over. Maybe also like the 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 dream of of not dying like the fear of death is kind of like neutered with having the ability to start the day over again mm. it makes it really nice in a russian doll yeah mm. yeah you could pass time on your own terms. Mm. Oh, I've nice. dreamt about that. Just pause. Yes. Do everything you want and <clears throat> learn for the exam <laughs> at some point. <laughs> and, uh, oh. I wonder if you would just like, if you're like a procrastinator, if you would just get stuck there and <laughs> never continue. I mean, that sounds kind of like the dream to me, like just not doing anything until I want to do something. Oh. Ah, yeah. Oh, we've got it so hard here in Germany. It's terrible. <laughs> Can't just stop the town. I have to do things we don't especially like sometimes. I guess sometimes a direct do-over would be nice. Yeah. Ah, well. Anyway. Is this us? Hmm. I don't know. I think we should just start again. Yeah, probably. <laughs> <laughs> what?
is even up. <laughs> Time stopping would be one of the ultimate superpowers. Yes. Absolutely. Just a little bit of limbo now and then. Just being able to pause the red race. Yeah. I think it's a very German thing as well. I think like in Italy or Spain, they are much more relaxed about that. I think we are like these, the, the clockwork people. Looking at the time. <laughs> yes. Yeah, no, feels like this has reached natural, natural stopping point. <sighs> time to relax. Indeed. Happy weekend to everyone. Enjoy your time as if you could stop it. Yes. I did program too much today. I can't type anymore without IntelliSense. <laughs> well, thanks for joining us. Yeah. Always lovely to have you here. Indeed. And I guess we might do this again sometime. Next week. Possibly. That's a good idea. Let's let's try next week. Ah, let's just do this episode all over again. Yep. Make it more interesting this time. I mean, it's called déjà vu, so mm. I think we can do. <laughs> Alright, yes. Have a good weekend. And Love and peace. Indeed. Bye. Bye bye.